I knew it was going to fall apart when you started seeing selfies, when you started seeing, like, cell phone pictures from Burning Man. Um, like, right when you could start doing it, cause, because when I first heard about Burning Man, I was like, what? You get to go out there and just get fucked up in the desert and everybody looks out for each other? That's crazy. Yeah, I want to go. And then the first time I started seeing pictures from it, I was like, wait a minute, they let people take pictures? That's crazy. I, I ain't with all these people that like take they like film other people at raves and all this. I was like, hey man, we all fucked up out here. Put your phone away. Welcome back, episode seventy-eight. BS with Brian Simpson. Um, fortunately, I haven't given my fan base nicknames. Yeah, B- BSers. They don't have a ring to it. Shitters. Yeah. No, that's a little vulgar. Anyway, um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want advice, uh, you want advice from the advice champ, go ahead and email me uh, at uh, bswithbrownsimpson at gmail.com. If you need tickets to the tour, go to brownsimpsoncomedy.com or go to any of my social medias, which is BS Comedian, and click on the link, trink, uh, link, link tree uh, thing. Actually, that's my TikTok or something else. Anyway. Uh, don't forget also, uh, if you want to see me live, I host Bottom of the Barrel every single Tuesday. And about the, I think when this episode comes out, I'm actually got a special little main room, little extra little something on Sunday. So there's tickets. Well, there probably won't be tickets by then. But maybe, fingers crossed, there's tickets to that Sunday by the time this comes out Thursday. Um, yeah, so I think that's, I think that's uh, everything. Oh, yeah, don't forget to support one of the sponsors. Like, share, subscribe. Tell somebody. I think telling somebody matters more. But whoever. All right. Oh, um, uh, yeah. We also have a Patreon. Theoretically. Um, it ain't a lot of patrons on there. How many patrons we got? No, no. We don't, we don't, we don't share those get, sorts of... No, 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 no. We don't need to. Anybody can look But we need it. more. It's like 10 of you. can always use more. Um, anyway. That, that, that's neither here nor there. Um, so... So we got a voicemail. I want to address that right away. Why does it say roofie joke? Roofies aren't funny. I was fired this week for telling Brian's roofie joke. I played that We Might Be Drunk podcast in the workplace and then waited until they had their little podunk small town, small town <laughs> festival last weekend, Western Days. I came in Monday and said, I went to Western Days last weekend and I roofied a girl. You know the rest. The fucked up thing is, I've been testing bits on my coworkers for six months now, and all of it was way worse than a roofie joke. <laughs> I know I probably deserved it on someone else's joke. But after I told it, I told everyone it wasn't my bit. It's Brian Simpson's joke, what's the podcast? It's my joke? All except for the last time I told it, we're in front of Wendy, who is the HR lady for Strongwell. Chatfield, Minnesota. Apparently, they had a witch hunt, went around questioning all my coworkers, and the only thing the witch hunt yielded was the roofie joke, which landed me in the HR office in front of Wendy. He leaned in and demanded, tell me the roofie joke. So I did. Fuck it. That bitch smiled anyway, and I could tell she was laughing inside. They said, we will call you with our decision. I got the call this week. I was officially fired for telling jokes. Your joke. I sent a short write-up of this to your IG. I'm the Kettleman. 
When I get the termination letter, I'll post it there for you. Don't cry for me, Argentina. That place is a fucking shithole anyhow. Besides, I don't want to work or be associated with fuckheads that can't take a fucking joke. And it's the first time I've been fired for telling a joke. So it's a milestone and a blessing. Okay, a lot of things going on there. Number one, <laughs> that's that sounded like a <clears throat> like you were reading it, which is fine. I, I you know, I'm all about yeah. you know putting your best foot forward. Um, but but number two, I don't have a roofie joke. I don't even know what joke you're talking about. I don't. At least I don't think so. The only thing you might be you might be confused because I repeated a Jamar Neighbors joke. He's the only person I know that has a roofie joke that I thought was funny. Um, but maybe, maybe, I mean, I, I have no idea. I don't know what episode you're talking about. I don't know what timestamp it is. But uh, anyway, the point is also, uh, you, 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 you go to open mics. Don't, te- don't test jokes out on your coworkers. <laughs> I mean, especially uh, uh, potentially offensive jokes. Like, you come on, you got to know better than that. Um, I, I, uh, I mean, because, because listen, I think it's a little disingenuous to say you got fired for telling jokes, you know, you, cause you, cause not, you weren't like, why did the chicken cross the road? And they were like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Uh, but, but you, yeah, you got to read the room. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think it's just, it'd be, it'd be weird to gather everybody around the world to, Roll uh, water cooler and tell a roofie joke. Also, that would seem like the sort of joke that you know. Look, you know, very, very. It takes very, very polished comedians to actually pull off um, controversial subject matter, you know. And even they don't get away with it, you know, most of the time. So it's like, I, you know, I probably ain't doing that shit at work. You know, but I hope you land on your feet. I hope you find a better job. I hope you're better at stand up than you are at knowing when and where to do stand up. You know, uh, but you'll figure that out real quick. Um, <clears throat> uh, something I missed. What else did I miss? Uh, whatever. That's enough. Man, that was crazy. That's crazy. Don't tell jokes. Don't do that. That's my best advice. Don't, well, I guess it's too late now. But yeah, you probably shouldn't. Or maybe you maybe you like I'm in Argentina. They they don't got sexual harassment down here. Right? Isn't the economy crazy? Well, I don't think he's in Argentina. Right? Did he I think he said he don't said, cry for me, Argentina. No, he said he said he was the he was the something something for Russia and Argentina. For John Deere Tractor. Russia and Brazil. He works for oh, John Deere Tractor in Russia and Brazil. Brazil. Okay, yeah. So uh I'm I'm kinda reading between the lines, but I think he's he works in America, but I think his, you know, his zone or whatever. Yeah, but didn't he his, say it was uh, a shithole down there? Yeah, I don't know. I think he meant. It was that, a, it, I think he meant <clears throat> at the at work. I think his work. It was a lot going on there. I there think was, you there got was the, a lot of information. There was a lot of information going on there. Um, uh, uh, it was a lot of things that you didn't say. You said a lot of stuff you didn't need to say, and and you left out a lot of things that you should have said. But we appreciate you. We appreciate your voicemail anyway. We're starting to get a lot more of these. Uh, uh, what's this next one? Jury conviction rates. Uh, this is somebody trying to correct me. Here we go. I don't think it's a correction. I think it's a little. 
uh, uh, bit of information. I bet you it's going to start out with actually. And what I was going to post is I'm pretty sure like 80% of jury trials rules in case of defendant. So that cop on episode 77 with the train was probably in good shape no matter what, judge or not. I could be off with that statistic, but that's what I recall. Thanks. Wait a minute. So you left a voicemail before you looked it up? It's like, I think you can know that, right? We can look that up. Uh, what, what did he say? Yeah, what percentage? Up. Oh, you so, did? So he, he's talking. Yeah, I looked it up. Um, he's talking in reference to the cop that left the woman handcuffed in the police car on the train tracks. Ah. And yes, yes, yes. At, who had decided to waive a jury trial in, uh, and instead be tried by a judge. So a bench trial. And uh, oh, so he's saying a jury trial, he would have been more likely to get off with a jury trial or or he would have been just as fine. You know, he would have been he would have well, been just as likely no, to get off. No, well, that's that, no. yeah, that's that's in a vacuum. I mean, obviously, let's just say, say your statistic is true in 80 percent of people in a jury trial, 80 uh, percent of juries rule in favor of the defendant. But I'm pretty sure, you know, if, if I'm just ballparking here without looking it up, I'm pretty sure like 95 percent of judges rule in favor of cops. You know, you you can't you can't like exclude the relationship there. You know, but who knows? I mean, because what because you know why? So if 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 the jury trial is usually beneficial for the defendant, why would somebody waive that to to be in the hands of one person? Because they know that it benefits them. No no lawyer is gonna you know it's just like when people change uh, venue or change what do they call it like when they change the jurisdiction. And so you got to do a trial in another state because it's biased or something. It's like no lawyers doing that unless they think it it benefits them, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, but who knows? Well, so what's interesting is we do have statistics on this, um, and what you would want to look at specifically is bench versus jury trials, sentencing and conviction outcomes for police officers specifically. You wouldn't want to look at right. So what's the number? General population. So the breakdown is uh, 64% jury trial convictions for police officers and 60% for bench trial convictions. Oh, so so got a slightly better chance with a bench trial. Yeah, you have a slightly better chance with a bench trial. Now, there are some wrinkles in there which are not really worth going into. It, it changes depending on what type of felony versus misdemeanor Versus like okay. sexual crimes. Oh, we don't, yeah, we, we don't got to. We don't got to get into. We don't need to get into. You're wrong, uh, jury convictions <laughs> person. That's what matters. Okay. Um. All right. Now this might be. I mean, I'm sure everyone's going to be talking about this, but this might be the most hilarious thing. Uh, the Burning Man uh, debacle. They haven't really been following it closely because <laughs> it's not that much of an emergency. Um. But. Uh, you know, apparently all these people got stuck at Burning Man because of the one road in and out was flooded because it was unexpected, you know, downpour. And I think that's just so funny. You know, <laughs> I, I, it, it, you know, because I don't think anybody died or got hurt or whatever. At least not any more people than usual. Probably a lot of herpes out there, um, you know, but you can treat that when you get back died. to society. Yeah, they don't got no no open source valve tricks out there, motherfucker. So, um, oh, a couple of people did die. 
couple people did die, although I believe that was because they were electrocuted by a generator, which I think that, I think like kind of a couple of people die every Burning Man. I think that is fairly common. Yeah, but 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 see here, but see the, the irony there though. To to get electrocuted by a generator at a campsite is kind of crazy. You know, like mm-hmm. the whole so you know Burning Man started out as this whole social experiment to prove like it can be done. You know, it can be done where it, everyone just goes out in the middle of nowhere and we all depend on each other and and now it's not that anymore. Y'all know this. You know, now it's very commercialized. You know, you got celebrities flying in on helicopters and being driven around. And, you know, it's not no self-sufficient, you know, unless you. And here's the other thing, too. Ain't no poor people at Burning Man either. So, you know, you got you to gotta have, gotta have a little bit, of, a little chunk of change to go to Burning Man. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very specific demographic um, at Burning Man, which is why this is funny. Uh, Even to work at Burning Man, you got to be wealthy. Yeah, I mean, this is all kind of crazy, um, and and they and they, you know, and that's why I wish I had gone back when it was still kind of legit, because I had the chance to go like many years ago, and I didn't, and I was like, I'll go, and and now it's like it's not even worth going to me. How much it costs, and the inconvenience, and strangers, and no no showers, and t- I'm in the desert, nah, I'm good on that, and and the fact that. One little rainstorm trapped everybody. Like, no one in all these years, no one's thought of this. That maybe there should be another road out of there, or. Well, I have know, some, some additional information on that, Brian. What is this? One thing that they're not bringing up in a lot of these articles is that it's not just that it rains, because it rains pretty much every year uh, at Burning Man. But in this case, it. Um, it rained for longer than expected, and the sun didn't come out. And the issue with that is that, yes, it is a desert, but the playa is actually a dry lake bed, lake bed. right? With alkali dust. It's not sand. People think they call it the playa, so people think it's a beach. It's not a beach. It's it's not sand. It's alkali dust. So that dust reacts differently when it gets wet than sand or dirt would. That's what How makes so? it so dangerous. Well, it basically makes this like slurry that cakes onto everything in like multiple layers and draws all of the moisture out of whatever it's on. So people were walking around barefoot, and that's actually very dangerous. It can cause significant injuries to people when this stuff is like caked all over them. There's also people who are trying to drive through this like slurry and they might be in a you know they might be in a four wheel drive vehicle or whatever and that'd be fine for mud but this alkali slurry ends up getting all up in the, underneath your car it weighs it, it dries down. out the rubber you, you end up getting stuck oh, yeah that yeah makes you, it even, you end up getting that makes stuck it even funnier. Can damage machinery because you know you know so far, <laughs> all the all the people I like all the people that I knew that went to Burning like personally knew they were like you know scientists and engineers and these sorts of people right and. Cause that's all. Look, that's all. Burning Man. Burning Man is just somewhere where uh, what's the word for upwardly mobile young white people? What's the what's that word? It used to be a yuppie. Yuppie, yeah. So it's well for yuppies to fucking go, you know, drop acid and do Molly and fuck strangers. You know the stuff we all the rest of us have the balls to just do on the weekend. You know <laughs> we don't got to have an event. 
you know. Um, but it lets, they get to go out there and wild out, you know. And uh, and that, that, that's a noble cause. But now it's it's been invaded by all of these poses, you know. It's like, I don't know. I don't know, cause this this is what I understand. Yeah, yeah. This whole this whole fuck around and find out. I I, I love that. That's the best way of putting that, you know. Um, but I, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let y'all know something. This is why I stay in the house. Okay. You can find out even when you're not fucking around. It's not as catchy to it, but see, you can be around and find out. You can just be standing there. So I don't be around. That's why I don't be at Burning Man. That's why I don't be out at the, I don't, I don't got to be in the mix. I'm at home. I love my house. Everything I love is at my house. Except me. I need to get there. And then everything I love is there. You know? I know where everything is. It ain't nothing to, that's what your house is. Your house is somewhere you can fuck around all you want to and you ain't never got to find out. Because you know everything. Ain't nothing new to learn. I know where all the doors at. I know where the food at. I know where the pets at. I know where the guns at. You know what I mean? I know where the exit's at. You know? So I don't, I don't got to fuck around. But, and and, and it, it's easy to say this to these people, but it's true. Hey, you shouldn't even be around. You wasn't fucking around out there, but you was around. That's why you got stuck out there. And I ain't with it. Burning Man doesn't even sound enticing to me. You know, you know, you know what I knew it was going to fall apart? I knew it was going to fall apart when you started seeing selfies. When you started seeing, like, cell phone pictures from Burning Man. Um... Like, right when you could start doing it, cause, because when I first heard about Burning Man, I was like, what? You get to go out there and just get fucked up in the desert and everybody looks out for each other? That's crazy. Yeah, I want to go. And then the first time I started seeing pictures from it, I was like, wait a minute, they let people take pictures? That's crazy. I, I ain't with all these people that, like, take, they like film other people at raves and all this. So I was like, hey, man, we all fucked up out here. Put your fuck phone away. You know what I mean, <laughs> ain't no telling what might be, cause that, that that's why like I feel bad for the youngest man. You ain't never gonna get to really like, <laughs> you know, just wild out and not have to worry about being the, on somebody's fucking media page or whatever. That's just whack, nigga. Like, ugh, cause you gotta, cause y'all gotta constantly be thinking about what what will other people think. You don't get to just you like a lot of you youth. Y'all ain't never truly let loose, cause you always gotta worry about. What, you know, what, what's, going, what's going to be recorded? What's going to be a record of? Oh, that's gross. Y'all ain't really party for real. Like the real party, no surveillance. Then it's more dangerous. But the potential for fun is through the roof. <laughs> you know, and I ain't never going to get to share that with my kids, my grandkids. Like they're not going to, they not, they ain't really did it for real. You know, it's like, y'all, so that's why y'all be showing up for the picture, not for the experience. You know? Cause you know, cause that's what I thought was so funny is you kept you killed you, you you saw two kinds of posts from people that were at Burning Man. It was either, you know, poor me. This is the worst thing that could ever happen. I'm this is just like Hawaii. You know those people. And and then you got people that were still posting things as though they were having a blast. You know, and and it's and both are fake. You know. Mm-hmm. And it, there's no there's no way you was out at the playa and realized you couldn't leave and you was happy about that. You're like, oh, I'm still centered. And I, I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. I don't know. You got you got. Did they have to start rationing water at some point? Yeah. 
because they couldn't um, they couldn't get in the trucks for the uh, either the water trucks or the um, porta potties. So, you know, sewer lines are all fucked up. There's there's they were completely cut off, and the little infrastructure they did have was completely destroyed by. What about the, the dudes with the helicopters? What do you mean? Aren't well, there were, there's that, that one guy that's like. Go ahead. Aren't there people that fly there? Well, yeah, but you can't land a helicopter on a uh, on in a foot of water filled with alkaline solution. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, there were some people who who kind of who basically walked out. You know, um, there were some people who just walked out and see those, see, those people that always to get die. To, <laughs> those are type of those are type of people that always die. Okay, guys, what have we learned from disaster movies? Don't split off from the group. What you doing? Unless you know exactly what you're doing, but if you just like, I'm gonna go out here and just wander and just see if I something cracked now. Nah, that's. I, I I know a bunch of people who used to go to Burning Man every year, and. Uh, I knew it was a wrap when they started having the like twenty thousand dollar yurts, because mm. the whole premise of Burning Man is that it's supposed to be non hierarchical, neo primitivist stuff. But you have quote unquote volunteers who are essentially slaves, and then you have the tech billionaires who pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for tents and then populate them with uh, prostitutes and OnlyFans models. Right. So, I mean, right. it's just, it, like it, just said, it just you, recapitulates the exact same hierarchy from outside of Burning Man now. Like I said, you, you can do that from civilization. <laughs> yeah. Like, why, what, I don't understand the point of going out to the desert just to turn it into what we already got going on. You know, what happened to all the artsy motherfuckers? And, you know, because that's what made Burning Man dope. It was all these artists and it was cool art and, you know, cool that. I mean, I guess there's still a handful of that, but you couldn't buy the art to make, like, you know what I'm saying? You, you couldn't buy the statue to put right. outside your tent. So you, you oh, the Burning Man, right. the, the burner package. You know, motherfucker, you had to build that shit. That's what was cool right. about it. But now it's like, you get to just purchase the experience. You don't got to survive for real. You you know, I don't know. I don't see the point. I just don't. And, 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 and so, because here's the thing. Now, even the legit burners, now you're going out there in the desert with a bunch of posers. That's dangerous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like, look, that's like being stuck in the jungle with a motherfucker that's dressed like Crocodile Dundee. You know what I mean? But they don't know shit about crocodiles. <laughs> It's like I don't I, I don't want to be in a situation where I might have to survive with motherfuckers that can't survive. You know? I need a desert expert. I need a motherfucker to know how to pull water uh you know out of a, a, a like you know set up that set up that leaf that like collects water. I need all that. Cuz you can't even damn, you can't drink the rain out there now either. No, no, no. You can't even shower out there. You need to use vinegar solution to wash the alkali uh grit off of you or else it just sticks to your skin if you try to pour water uh, over listen, it, it just here's sticks. the thing man you know and you know people be out there on drugs fucking 
and you know somebody that got alkaline in their pussy and and in their and in they, in they asshole. It's inevitable. Yeah, you know somebody got some alkaline solution in their asshole and in their pussy holes. I I know that's happened. Oh yeah, yeah. Every time we discover a new substance, somebody puts it in their pussy. I think that's just the way we work. <laughs> you know, it's going in some. It's going in a hole. People, we we don't we don't fully understand the substance that has been in every orifice of the human body. Oh, poor 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 gummed up pussy works. We've had a boring seven months without an NFL game, but the fun is finally back. DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. All customers can snag two new offers every single game day this September. So download the app and see what you get. Download now and use code BS to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code BS only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny Four six seven three six nine in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, twenty one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. cdkngco slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Never do the dishes again. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, not only makes cooking a thing of the past, but doing the dishes too. (laughs) Makes cooking a thing of the past. They're just sending you raw meat. Okay. Never do the dishes again. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, not only makes cooking a thing of the past, but doing the dishes too. They send chef-prepared, dietitian-approved meals right to your door that are ready in two minutes. Just heat... And eat. Choose from over 34 flavored packed meal options each week. Whether you're looking to up your protein intake, keep an eye on your calories, or are vegan or vegetarian, there's something for everyone. Yeah, I've used all of these kinds of things, and I think Factor uh, is uh, is the best one. I like that you can get the, the you know the juices and uh, you know it's just way, way more options, smoothies, etc. Uh, head to factormeals.com slash BS50 and use code BS50 to get 50% off. That's easy to remember. That's code BS50 at factormeals.com slash BS50 to get 50% off. Mm. Have you ever heard of East Jesus, Brian? East Jesus. East Jesus. Wait a minute, isn't that just Jesus? No, it's a, it's a town. It's a town out here in California. Oh, it's, no, no. East Jesus is sort of the real life year round what Burning Man used to be, which is a bunch of weirdos and artists and engineers who went out into the desert and built like a junk city. But they just live out there. That's just their lifestyle. And there's, you know, you can go go visit it and check out. Now the town's incorporated. The town, I mean, I don't know if it's like an unincorporated, you know, 
municipality or whatever. But I mean, it's like a real, it's a real, it's a real city. I mean, people live there. Um, a lot of people there are like truly off grid, but so it's like the, the stuff that people go and do for a week in at Burning Man, there's people who that's just their year round life in East Jesus. I love that. See, I like that. People that's really about that life. And you know, yeah, it's over in the Salton Sea. Oh, wow. Isn't that damn near unlivable? Because like, you yeah. can't fish in you can't fish in that sea, right? Yeah, I I knew a guy who was a hydroponics engineer who went and lived out in East Jesus for I think five or six years, and the project that he built was an experimental tilapia farm. So, so and he could just do it out in East Jesus, and I don't know if that's still active, but you know, people just go out there and do crazy science, mad science experiments, and artistic installations and stuff. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that, I see. I but I I agree with those kind of people. You know, they out there yeah. really living it. You know, you know, ain't no tech bros moving to East Jesus. Yeah, yeah, ain't no actors moving to East Jesus. Why do they call it that? Or is that just what it was always called? East Jesus is oh, so the actual city is called Slab City, but East Jesus is like the name of a section of it. East Jesus just means it's the same thing as like the Boondocks or fun or bumfuck. You know, it just means. Oh, he's from out there in fucking East Jesus. It just means he's from the country, you know? Oh, uh, okay. Middle I didn't of nowhere. Know that. Um, okay. You know what? We have one email. Wait a minute. What the fuck is this? I guess this guy's saying, should I join the military? Would you recommend joining the military? If so, what branch? And then say nothing else about himself. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, a little bit more information than that. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, <clears throat> why not? What else you got going on? You know? Um, if so, what branch? Well, the Air Force, obviously. Um, that's why that's, obviously? That's the, well, that's just that's the, that's the cushiest branch. It's the most luxurious branch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the branch where you're less likely to die or get your ass beat and all of that. Um, but it's harder to What's get into. At least, it, at least it used to be. Okay. Oh no! Well, obviously, like the Marine Corps is the most respected, you know. But it's also potentially the most adversity-filled lifestyle. And uh, you know, you you often getting hand-me-downs, and you're the last one to get stuff, and you're the first one to go in, and all that other shit. Um, and then I'm not, you know, the rest of them kind of fight it out. Obviously the Air Force is, I would, I'm, I don't want to say least respected, but you know what I mean. They're going to get made fun of the most and they're going to have the least comebacks. Let's just put it like that. Um, and then, you know, the Navy, nerds. Army. Yeah. Um, and obviously the Navy beats the Army because the Navy, uh, you know, there's corpsmen in there. Um, yeah. So I say Marine Corps. Marine Corps, Navy, Army, uh, Coast Guard, Army Reserves, Air Force. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I, I'm <laughs> whatever. Uh, okay, um, but should you join the military? Is a that's a tough question. I mean, but like I said, if you ain't got shit going on, why not? 
You know, I mean, the fact that you're considering it, because this is hard to answer, because if you're a high school kid with good grades, I would say, no, go to college. If, it's, if college is free. Like if, you, if you want some scholarship shit, don't, don't turn down the scholarship to go to the military. But if you ain't got shit else going on, no prospects, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, get out of here. Get, get in that military before you get somebody pregnant. You know? That's my only goal. Don't be pregnant out of high school. If you if you get out of high school not having a baby on the way, you you've you've you already cleared one big obstacle. Get the fuck out of town. You know that was why I joined. I want I needed to get away from an environment that I just been in my whole life and just see what else was out there. And boy, did it benefit me. You know, but the whole point is you want that journey to suck as little as possible. So I say Air Force. You know, that's just me. If you can get in. That, well, that's the thing, I guess. See, if you had good grades, if you had, uh, I don't know. Take the ASVAB. See what you, see, see what you, that's another thing, yeah. You can go down to your local recruiting office and you can take a practice ASVAB. You might be able to actually do that without going down there. You probably can just go online and take it. See how, how you score. See what jobs you could get. You know, and if you get some good one. The ASVAB. 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 The uh, okay. I don't know what that stands for. Armed the beast probably stands for battery, aptitude, battery, battery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so that is how they, or how at least how they used to determine what jobs you were best suited for. So if you if you score very high in the ASVAB, especially in certain categories, um, you can usually do any job you want. You know, you get a, you get an eighty five and up. And they come, they, you know, you know, they're going to be like, hey, man, what do you want to do? And that's the last time anyone's going to give a fuck what you want in the military. <laughs> um, and you still might not get that. So that's what it is. Um, okay. The other thing is if you go into the Air Force, once you do your time and get out of the Air Force, you're pretty much set up because you can get lots of good jobs in the private sector coming out of the Air Force. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, I think that's true of every branch. It just depends on what you were doing, you know. Because there's jobs that come, there's, there's really there's what would seem like really good jobs that are completely useless in the civilian world, you know. Uh, what you mean? Well, no, I'm saying there's there's jobs that you would think you would make a lot of money if you once you do them when you get out, but that's not the case because. The the market's flooded, you know. Oh, true. It's, it's like it's yeah, like yeah, it's, it's like there's only ten of the, you know, like say you a uh, you a you a nuclear something or other. Well, it's only so many of those in the whole country. Yeah, you know, and they're probably taken up by other people that got out of the air force a long time ago. So, I wouldn't fuck with it. Um, reviewer, reviewer, one hundred percent Starfield. There's no, no this is a YouTube video, but it's this guy uh, Mortismal uh, Gaming, and, and he 100 percented. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm suspicious about this, right? Because have you played Starfield? No, it's not even out yet, is it? I mean, I think it's early access. Yeah, I have early access. Yeah. I and the and to if he legit, there's no way he legit 100 percent of the game. Um, now here's, here's there's two things two two things I need to know here. One, does 100 percent mean what 
what, like finished the story or he, or meant he did everything. He discovered every planet, every item, every all that. He's done that. So he goes into this. He goes into this in the in the review. So he got a review copy two weeks early, and I think he put like 140 hours into it in two weeks, and uh, he did multiple new game pluses, and he played through all of the whatever handmade content and all of the storylines in every faction's storyline, got every companion, yada yada yada. So, because the game has procedurally generated elements, you can't truly do 100% of it, but if you look at, like, the completion percentage in the settings, he's above 100%. So, he's done all of the actual content, and obviously, you would okay, never okay, be okay, able okay, to okay, visit all okay, of the right. thousands of procedurally. Well, right. So, he, so he has, so, but, but that's what you would have to do, right? You have to visit every planet to get 100%. You have to visit... All of the in Starfield, there's planets that are actually designed by like game designers, and then there's planets that are procedurally generated, and you don't like get increased percentage by visiting all of the like, you know. Okay, so so resource so, planets because they're all identical. So, so also, I I think this guy cheated, not cheated, but you know, <laughs> but does the games always let you just open up the? You know the con like you push the, the you know console. the backslash command. Yeah, you get to open up console and just fuck around. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. because I just don't see, I just I don't understand how you have. I mean, 140 hours is a lot, but mm, I don't know. I guess I do believe that, but I don't know. Um, because I'm not even. I think I put. I got the five day early access. Actually, it comes out mm-hmm. today, right? Yeah, I guess it comes out today when we're recording this. Today's the fifth. I think it comes out today or tomorrow. But I got the five days early access. I only got to play it for the first three days, and I probably put sixteen hours into it. Mm-hmm. And I uh, and I don't even understand how you could get a hundred percent because I don't. I'm barely over. I'm like one, maybe one and a half percent. Okay, after sixteen hours. I mean, because what could he have? Po- what could he have possibly be doing? To, to to maybe he just hit the storyline. I don't know, man. That's that's insane. That's like but that's like those people that hit level one hundred on Diablo Nightmare. You know, like within a couple of days of it coming out, it's like, what are you doing with your life, bro? Go outside. Just step outside, like job. a little bit. Uh, yeah, I guess so. That's that's what this that's that's what this guy does. Mortismal. He does. Um, or I guess his name is Mortis, but he does, uh, he 100%s these huge games. So he 100%ed Baldur's Gate, he 100%ed Kingdom Come. Uh, yeah, but are you having, obviously. Are you, but are you having fun? Probably not. Because that can't be fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I mean, but you know what? I don't know Mortis. Maybe, maybe he's having a fucking ball just blasting through. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's like showing up at Disneyland and just running through the whole park and then going Yeah, maybe that's home. his challenge. Maybe that's what makes it fun for him is the challenge. How quickly can I 100% this thing? Yeah, you're like, how funnel cakes taste? I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> glad we came to Florida. Um, yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it, uh, Mortis. Um, but more power to you. 
And and this is how he makes content by 100% in games. Yeah. He 100%ed um it's impressive that he 100% it and then he makes a review with like video and stuff in it which even No, that, see that's, see that's, I I don't think you should be matter. allowed to do that. You shouldn't be allowed to do that Mortis cuz you didn't actually experience the game. What you reviewing? You know what I mean? What do you what are you looking up? You didn't you can't tell people like like I said, let me use my same analogy. You can't show up at Disneyland run through the whole park, get on one roller coaster, and then go do a review at Disneyland. You know, fastest person to touch every coaster. It's like, yeah, but what was the, what's it like? I don't know. You have no idea. Now, maybe this is a little different because it's a little slower. I mean, 140 hours is, is you know, that's not fast. But right. God damn, that's a lot for two weeks. That's a lot, my guy. Because that, <laughs> that's 10 hours a day. Yeah. For two weeks. That's a 10 hours a day every day. You know, I hope you're out there. I hope you're washing your ass. Yeah, it's more like 14 hours a day because he would have had to do like 14 hours a day for 10 days and then he would only have basically 72 hours to edit, to write, edit, record, write, record, edit, and upload his video to youtube you know it's pretty yeah, crazy man. well i mean how many followers you got like how much bread you making off this this seems like torture to me well he got a million views on that review in so let me so let me ask you this days. then mortis let me ask yeah. you this mortis i bet you ain't watching them cut scenes <laughs> i bet you if the cut scenes was unskippable it would have taken you another fucking three days you know? That's when he takes a shit, Brian. Doing the cutscenes. Actually, the only cutscene you couldn't skip in Starfield was the very first one. I'm still not a fan of that. But good. Good on them. I have no idea what the fuck's going on in the I skip I, I haven't seen any of the cutscenes. I'm trying to explore planets and steal ships. I don't got time for the, the beautiful I'm sure the story's amazing, but I don't give a fuck. So you're already time. playing, right? Yeah. You're playing right now? I played, yeah. I didn't, you know what's so funny is I don't know if I can say that I'm having fun playing Starfield. But I do, I was bit by the bug of like, oh, I wonder what happens next, you know? Mm -hmm. I wonder what's up, what's in front of me. Um, But it wasn't, you know, it's still some shit that I don't like. Like, like I'm not a fan of this, this, the weight carry limits. What the fuck is that for? You know, it's the same, it's the equivalent of the inventory, but it's like, very, very early on in Starfield, you become encumbered. You know, it's the same mechanic with that has in all the RPGs. But once you pick up too many things, like you walk slow, you heal slow, or, you know, all of these things. And I'm like, I don't see the point of that. You know, I mean, because if, if you're going to do that, just give me a limit. And then don't, but don't, you know, like make it so I can only carry X amount of things. Don't make it so... Oh, each thing weighs something, and if once I hit over a certain weight, now I can't move. That's fucking stupid. So you you know, so you might pick up something, and then, and then you know. So I've had to stop several times and stop and go in the inventory and see what's heavy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like I, I just I ain't trying to yeah. do that kind of you know the kind of calculations. Like let me just get powerful. Like I don't know. To me, I just I don't understand why that has to be a part of things. You know that because now I got it's it's worse than 
the Diablo 4 one. And, and that is like purposely designed to, to you know, to fuck, to fuck with you. And this one isn't. This is just the way Bethesda's always done things in their RPGs. But they, you know, a little weight. Yeah, everything weighs something, and you can't you can't carry. You could only carry but so much weight, which is which is stupid because even the things that they let you carry is too much weight for somebody to carry. You know what I mean? Who's walking around yeah. with four suits of armor? Nobody can do that, right? But you can, you know, as long as they don't outweigh, you know, or you could just have a hundred thousand ink pens and be and be weighed the fuck down. You know, so I'm not a fan of that. Um, I think the map is a little convoluted, like the all the little things you got to do to to net, to go from one place to the other. I think it's a little, you know, you'll see what I mean. The map isn't really a map map, um, if that makes any sense. Um, well, there's like three layers, right? There's like the galaxy map, and then there's within the system, and then there's maps in the like for the planet that you're on, right? And they kind of like well, there's maps. And you have for different the, ships to move between. Yeah, so it's a it's, yeah, it's and, kind, then, and then there's a map for the area of the planet that you're on. Um, and then there's you have to, and then you have to like get on the ship to go to the other part of the planet. I don't know. It's so dumb. Some some of some of those some of the things don't make sense to me. Um, I also don't like the fact that you can't really fly. Like you can't really fly your ship on the planet. You like you can't you can't fly your ship from one side of the planet to the other. You have to go back in space and then fly to that. Side. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't fly. You can't fly to space. You just go. You know, it's just a button to go to space button, and now you just in space in your ship. But you don't get to like take off. Uh, you know, whatever. It's but they, they never promised like, that. Uh, it's different from like No Man's oh, Sky, that, where it's like you would just yeah. zoom in from space into the atmosphere and then you take off and go out in space. Yeah. Or or that what's that one game the scam that's that's been taking everybody's money for like a decade? Eve um, online? No, not Eve. No, this is a game that hasn't come out. Oh, but they but they, they keep it's like every game. This was basically if Starfield it's like was vaporware. perfect, it's what they promised. Um, it's not vaporware because you can play it. Star, like Star play Citizen. It. Star Citizen. Yeah. Star Citizen is a total scam. Everybody, come on. <laughs> this nigga been collecting money longer than Dr. Umar. We'll see Dr. Umar's school before we see Star Citizen. You know? I mean, because at some point you got to produce results. And this dude, this dude's been taking donations for, he basically started his own personal GoFundMe. And he's been taking donations for like a decade, more than that. Over yeah. a decade. I think it's 2012 yeah. was uh, yeah. Star Citizen started crowdfunding. Mm. And we haven't, and listen, it's it's a decent game. It don't make any sense to me. I mean, I, I loaded in. I donated to the guy just so I could get in. It's like, I like the idea of this. And I slowly realized, like, oh, it's like a cult. Like, people believe in this. It's like, bro, it ain't happening, bro. It ain't happening. Because there's no way that that guy's collecting enough money to pay the developers a decent wage to finish this ambitious game. So it's supposed to be Starfield, but everything. You know? You know, it's basically what Starfield, like what you would think Starfield would. Starfield is basically like the version of Star Citizen that could actually be made and put out with all the limitations that come with that. You know what I mean? Which which part of, of Starfield are you actually interested in? Or, or I guess the most interested in. I'm sure you're interested in most of it, but... Um, like is it the space combat? Is it the exploration? Is it the... Me. I hate the space combat. 
Um, I heard the space combat is kind of whack. Yeah, it's kind of bullshit. Um, but uh, I don't know what I was expecting. It, you know, and 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 I, you know, I don't know what everybody else is doing. Like, I'm not absolutely blown away by this game. Like people are talking. I don't get that. It's it is not it's not a bad game. It's a Bethesda game, but I I think I've had more fun in other Bethesda games. I you know, Skyrim was more fun to me because the it's, you know Skyrim's so fucking goaded. Yeah, like because I'll never forget the first time you encounter a dragon and how epic that moment felt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there there haven't been no moments like that for me in Starfield. Like like the beginning was just such a slog. Like people people are like, oh, it doesn't get started for the first sixteen hours. I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> so it's you know, it, like I said, it's not a bad game. If you like this sort of game, you can play the game. But I'm not hooked on it. In fact, I've played more Overwatch in the last couple, and 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 I played more Overwatch than I have Starfield since. Like the since the first day or two, I played more of my other games: Diablo, Overwatch, uh, Slate Aspire, etc. So that you know that tells you what it got to tell you. Yeah, Diablo had more of a hold on me than Starfield does. I haven't even now, but I say that now. But that's the thing is like I didn't turn it on either. Like if I if I if I load it up, then the next thing you know, fucking twelve hours went by. You know what I mean? But that's also because it takes so long to do everything. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You got, you know, because that's also, I'm not a fan of like, okay, maybe there should be an option to turn off the travel animations. Like, because at some point, I don't need to watch the ship take off for the thousandth time. You know, when I don't have no right. control over it, it's just an animation that I got to sit through while I'm trying to go, you know. And then, and then it loads. So the animation, and then there's a loading screen. And then, you, you, know, uh, you know, whatever. I can nitpick it to death, but it's not a 10 out of 10. Any any publication telling you Starfield's a ten out of ten is is full of shit. I you know, yeah. I wouldn't argue with a nine or maybe an eight point five, but it's not a ten out of ten. No, I mean I I don't I think the day the the days of ten out of ten games are over. They're gone because every every company has a little way of trying to fuck you, you know, and that always makes it feel like a weird experience. Even though you know Starfield doesn't have microtransactions or um or any of that, and it comes off as a labor of love. If you listen to the developers and all that, um, but yeah, it's a lot of things in there that are just anti-fun for reasons that I don't agree with. And you know what? They got rid of the VAT system, which I liked. You know, yeah. I don't know if y'all played it. You know, uh, any of the Fallout games or whatever. But you used to be able to like aim slow motion aim at a body part, and you know, I mean, you can still aim at the body parts and get the same effects, but it doesn't stop. And so, you know, I, I think you had an option to use VATs. You know, I don't know. I would have liked it. Um, yeah, Fallout Three. I think. I mean, <clears throat> it's going to be hard for them to ever top Fallout Three and Skyrim. I think those are the two best Bethesda games. Um, yeah, agreed, agreed. And it's hard to really pick which one. Uh, gun to my head, I'm going Skyrim. But yeah, um, just because I just I just had so much fun in that game. I had so much fun in that game, man. Like I, I remember my I remember just being blown away. Like those first two weeks playing Skyrim was like, God damn, this is <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah, I was I was a fan. And I liked how you leveled up just from doing stuff. They're like, oh, you jumped a thousand times. Now you can jump higher. 
I like that. I loved the uh, the Skyrim leveling system with the constellations. I think mm-hmm. I, I thought that's probably the one of the out best of this world single player like Western RPG style. Yeah, and it's like one of those. That's, that's one of the core parts of the game that they they was trying to change it up. Hey man, that's just perfect. Don't fuck with it. <laughs> what you fucking with it for? I don't know. I don't know. But again, I don't know how hard it is to to to, to you know to make a game. So I, I I hate to get up here and be like, all y'all gotta do is because I don't know. I don't know. But but I'm yeah. But you know what you like. You know what you like yeah. and you could say what you like. And it, obviously it's possible because they did it with Skyrim. So Yeah, I like Starfield. I do. If you t- if, if you told me that you were going that you were going to get Starfield, I would be like, "No, don't." But if you told me you weren't going to get Starfield, I wouldn't be like, "You have to." You know what I mean? And there's some games where I would say that like, "Yo, you got to get this. You got to." I don't know if you have to get Starfield. But a lot of people still are gonna. It's not even out yet. Or or it came out today. You know, um and you know, I think I've had I haven't had my feel. I'm definitely going to revisit it. But like I don't feel the need to go play. Like when I'm playing a game I love, I be thinking about it when I'm not when I'm not playing it. Yeah. You know? I yeah, I also yeah. think there's just not as much stuff to discover in Starfield, like obviously there there are planets to discover, but because it's like a fairly hard sci-fi, I it's not like Fallout, which is you know has its own unique flavor with the kind of Atomic Age stuff, or Skyrim, which is fantasy. I don't feel like I'm going to be as surprised by what I see around the next corner in Starfield, whereas. Sky, Skyrim and Fallout, you're kind of like, you'll come to a new town and you get excited because you're like, oh, what's yeah. this place going to be? And, and I've run into, you know, obviously the typical Bethesda shit. I've run into a few glitches where like I get stuck oh, yeah. in the floor and shit like that. And then what really pissed me off is there's a, there's an early, at least for me anyway, where I, like the, the times it chooses to save and not save are, are kind of weird. Sometimes it just won't save. And I, I landed on this one planet, and while I was doing some, some while I was doing an actual mission, I saw a ship land in the distance, and I ran all the way over there, and killed everybody and stole the ship, and it was like a, like a nice ass ship that I just lucked up on, you know. And and if you take it to orbit, it's yours, right? So I took that motherfucker to orbit, came back down to the planet to finish my mission, died in the mission, then got reloaded, and didn't have the <gasps> ship. So I got re- I got reloaded to before I picked up the ship for some reason, even though it's supposed to save when I land, when I go out in the atmosphere, and it didn't. And then I ran back over to get the ship, and I same thing, I saw the ship land, and I get over there, it's a different ship. It's not as good. I got lucky. And then, yeah, I got lucky that that other one landed. And now, and, I, and so I did it like 20 times and didn't get that motherfucker. So, and it might have something to do with like what conversations you have with the people, and it's all kind of... Variables, but I never got that motherfucker again. So, yeah, like I said, it, there's stuff to get. I'm more interested in the ships. I want to get a nice one. Um, the ship builders are a little involved. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's all kind of rules and restrictions. Like, I don't know if you could build, like, a Battlestar Galactica battle cruiser or nothing like that. You know, I don't think that's possible to build, like, a giant one. But I don't know. I'm not that far in the game. <laughs> 
trying to be doing that bullshit. Uh, yeah. So we'll find out. We will fucking find out. <laughs>